Welcome, welcome to um, this week in white supremacy. Um, I am your host. I get. I, I, I'm, I'm, am I the host? Or we, we're all hosts, right? We're all together. We're all together. All in together. I mean, now. some of some of us more together than others. Obviously, <laughs> you all are. <laughs> obviously, well, you well. all are <laughs> at the office together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and me and Trouble are at our respective spots. Uh, I'm Desiriax. I am the um, CEO and co-founder of One Hood Media. Um, and I will, in my past, and I'll pass it to you, Trouble, and then we'll get to the twins. I guess they got All a right. performance they want to do for <laughs> I am Trouble NLS. Never lose sight. I um, just entered the world of plant parenthood. You know what I'm uh... Neighborhood alchemist, anything I need to be. Oh, your plant, your plant dad. All right, I got that. All right, I'm feeling that. And um, twins, I'm Miracle. You bud ready? If you run up on my twin, I'm gonna shoot. If you run up on my twin, I'm gonna shoot. If you run up on my twin, I'm gonna shoot. Turn up. We turn. I thought thought y'all were gonna do a rap, man. Busy up here. We lit. We got more. So I can kind of hear, I don't know, you kind of were muted a little bit, Farouk. I don't know, because you were waiting yeah, for the mic, so. We'll move the mic. Yeah. Or you might want to make the mic, like, you know, you can change the thing on the back to where it picks up sound from everywhere and not oh, just okay. from the front. I don't know. I'll um, need but yeah, just, yeah I'll, come on, come on, Trouble. Come with that um, engineering. So anyway, what's up? Um, welcome uh, to This Week in White Supremacy. Uh, you know, unfortunately... Um, we have to, you know, once again, start with um, another young black man killed by the police um, uh, this time in uh, Philadelphia, uh, Walter Wallace Jr., um, a, a, a mentally ill uh, brother who, or, or I should say a brother that was suffering from mental illness that, you know, the police on the scene were told about. His mom was there saying, please don't kill my son. And yet the police... You know, when it comes to black people, it seems like the police, you know, don't, you know, don't want to um, or don't desire to um, basically um, do any type of de-escalation. And so although he only had a knife, it was the police who decided to shoot this brother down in front of his mom. And then, of course, Philadelphia, you know, being a city of of, of fighters, being a city of, 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 of revolutionary folks. You know, came together and took to the streets, you know what I'm saying, um, and protested that. So um, any thoughts on um, what happened to our brother in Philly, uh, twins or, or, or trouble? You know, it's, it's like you said, when white people oppose the police, they're always handled with care. They're always handled with kid gloves. We've seen that video that kind of went viral at a man who actually beat up a police officer in Costco. And all he was was threatened with being tased. Like the officer didn't even pull out a non-lethal weapon. Uh, we seen that man who was, you know, in a private property in his pickup truck yelling at the police over the summer, you know, cursing at him and saying all types of, you know, un- unflattering things to the policemen. And they didn't do anything to him. Uh, we see these situations where, you know, police are getting dragged by vehicles with white people driving them and they walk away. You know, sometimes they don't even get charges pressed on them. They, they, they're released mm-hmm. on recognizance. But if you're black and I had said this before. They weaponized our skin. You know, every breath is, is ammunition for them. So whenever they see an opportunity, you know, to unleash these tactics on us, like, you know, they want to parade these these non-lethal rounds and, you know, the, all these millions of dollars they spend in, in, in defense for police. 
Where was your non-lethal tactics then? Where was your tear gas then? Where was your rubber bullet then? Where was your pepper spray? Where was your long-range taser? You know, where was your, you know, you have ballistic armor. You know, like, you have shields. You could have put, this like, five people with the shields and smashed them together. You know, right, maybe, right. instead, you want to shoot. Like, that's your first, right. that's your first go-to. And you weren't, and you weren't even in a perceived threat proximity. Like, you right. were beyond, you know, you have about 17 to 24 feet that gives you a halo protection area as a when you have a firearm against someone with a knife and they were well well beyond that and it's just like you know that's just like it's a, it's a tale that we all know entirely too well that whenever the police can shoot black bodies they will yeah i mean and I, I even you know we've even seen cases where you know white people have taken on the fbi and been like 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 heroes, you know. Oh, they took on the FBI. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen white people. You know, I remember in Oregon, white people took over a state-controlled building. Remember a that federal building just took it over, and they weren't deemed uh, a, a, a terrorist. You know, it wasn't that big a deal. I mean, we had a sheriff outright defend um, somebody that, um, um, you know tried to kidnap the governor, you know what I'm saying? In Michigan, a bunch of white supremacists and the sheriff actually came out and tried to defend them. Oh, they were they were making the citizens arrest. Right, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's so ridiculous uh, when you think about it. And But when it comes to us, like you said, immediately it's like, you know, our humanity is never brought in the, the situation. It's like, shoot that, that almost like a dog. Like, we're shot down like dogs in the street. And then, of course, we respond because, and we're not responding just to uh, Walter Walter uh, Wallace. We're we're responding to decades. We're not even responding to you know this. What happened to Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and and, and George Floyd? We're we're responding to decades of police brutality and trauma. Um, and then of course that also is criticized as well when we just want you know some some damn justice in this case. Um, a miracle or trouble? Did you all have any thoughts? Yeah, um, so this was actually one of the first videos I had seen before I knew what happened. I just, um, I have a couple Philly followers, and one of them had posted this video to the story, and I clicked on it, and I watched it all the way through, and my jaw literally dropped. Because I usually, like, when the story comes out and there's a video attached to it, I don't like to see that story because it's like, I don't want to relive that trauma. I don't want to put myself through that. But this one, I kind of, like, it caught me completely off guard. And I was like, wow, I was wondering how long it would take before this becomes national. And I'm glad that people mobilized almost immediately. But um, it has me thinking it's, it goes to show when police officers are more afraid of a black man with a knife than they are of someone who just shot up a church or someone who just killed a bunch of elementary school students mm-hmm. and still has the weapon on their person. You know what I'm saying it's like, why can these people leave the crime scene when they were armed and dangerous after killing multiple people still with their lives intact? But these black men, these black women don't kill anyone and they can't leave the situation at all because police perceive them as more of a threat than domestic terrorists. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it goes to show a lot just through the actions that we see on a consistent basis. Absolutely. No, that's that's excellent. Miracle? Yeah, I think that, first of all, you know, condolences to Walter's family. I didn't watch the video. I loved and was heartbroken that his two sons, well, his three sons did the press conference. 
I love the fact that his son was talking about Black Lives Still Matter to show the love and support that he and his family are receiving. There are no words to even talk about what happened. Like, you do everything right. You call for an ambulance. You explain the circumstances. You tell them it's a psychiatric crisis. You do what you where you're supposed to do, quote, unquote, call the cops to protect and serve, and it still ends up in in murder. And this is, like, unacceptable. And so I'm happy that Philly is doing what it's doing, the Amistad Law Project, mm-hmm put out, you know, a a statement calling for more support and talking about how is it that you have millions of dollars for these police officers, but really almost nothing for mental health services and social services. You know, we are in a COVID crisis and mental health, we know, is a huge issue right now. How are we not funding these organizations to support people who are literally going through it? And last thing I'll say, whether it's a Biden or anybody else, the same anger that you have to condemn these protesters and quote unquote looters, you need to have equal amount of anger, at least bare minimum for these officers who are literally killing folks, for these mayors who are not funding social services, for these communities who have been begging for years for support, who have been creating their own programming because there's nothing coming from these governmental institutions. I don't want to hear anyone condemning looting if they're not going to be talking about what the next step is and what they're going to do to ensure people do not have to go out and loot loot and riot and fight tomorrow. People are doing that because at the end of the day, if we don't loot, if we don't riot, you don't pay attention. So right, I right. would like to see politicians and these elected officials create some policies and some changes that will make it so when I know if something happens, I have support and knowing that okay, it's gonna get handled, right? In right. South Carolina and Georgia, we arrest cops, but we still go out on protest, but we know at the end of the day something is going to happen. Up here, the second home of the FOP, we don't have any support. And our belief, even even though Krasner is a progressive prosecutor, we're still seeing these same systems of white supremacy are preventing officers from being suspended, fired, terminated, sat down, nothing. It's just trash. Yeah, I think I mean, and you make a you make a wonderful point. Miracle is like as much as you because somebody had made mention um, on Twitter that, you know, uh, by the, you know, Joe Biden and, and, and Kamala and Kamala Harris's statement that, you know, the condolences uh, uh, I guess the, the 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 condemnation of the looting and the protesters was twice as long as the condolences to Walter Weiss and the condemnation of the actual police act uh, of killing. And, and just like you said, I mean, why are folks taken to the street? Why are folks doing that? Because we don't have a system in place that is going to hold the police accountable. If we knew that a police officer that killed one of us or did something to one of us would be held accountable, it wouldn't be no, you know, I mean, you had a case recently in, um, I believe it was Waukegan, Illinois, where the police officer shot into a car, they shot a, a pregnant black woman and they killed a black man and that officer was fired. The mayor came right out. The mayor talked about the family. He knew the family and that officer was fired right away. And so People ain't, you know, you don't have what happened in, you know, Kenosha, Wisconsin, where the police chief basically came out and was like, oh, those people that got killed for protesting, they shouldn't have been in the street. Or, you know, here, here's the here's the uh, uh, statement from the FOP in Philadelphia, 
FOP in Philadelphia came out with a statement and said, our police officers are being vilified for doing their job and keeping the community safe. After being confronted by a man with a knife, we support and defend these officers as they too are traumatized by being involved um, in a fatal shooting. And it says, you know, so to me, it's like, when you say keeping the community safe, who are you talking about? Because you weren't talking about, like there was a community that was outside with uh, uh, Walter Wallace Jr. that was telling you, that the brother was suffering from mental illness, that was begging you not to kill him, not to harm him. The community was there, so you didn't protect that community. Um, you didn't protect Walter Wallace. Um, and so what community are you talking about? So I think we keep seeing these same, you know, it's the same thing play out for the police, but what we're not seeing in any of these, you know, progressive, you know, because Philadelphia is a majority black city, we're not seeing any real changes by these mayors to the police departments you know, we're, we're not seeing that. Right. Somebody said, I'd rather be traumatized than dead. Right. You're traumatized. But, you know, Walter Wallace Jr. is gone. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, excellent point. Um, excellent point, Holly. Yeah, but also my thing is like to the FOP, I'll say this. Why are you not then going on strike and saying until the city puts all this money behind mental health issues, we're not going to show up? All these officers who are putting in retirement papers, who are doing all this type of stuff, why then, if you see all these issues, are you not standing with us and saying, you know what, we keep getting all these calls for people who are mentally ill. We keep getting all these calls for people who are homeless. We keep getting all these calls for people in crisis. This isn't our job, mayor, senator, governor, right. whoever, do your job. Why then is it that you are not standing with the communities you're supposed to be serving and protecting? Because that's what I would like to see. I would like to see these officers say, you know what? We're going to stand with the protesters because this shouldn't happen. This is happening. Because, like, this is how people like to kick the buck, get down the road. You do the right. same thing and join us. Like, it's not that hard. It is not that difficult. Y'all keep wanting the existence of supremacy to protect you. And so you perpetrate this violence on these communities of color. But we all suffer under these systems. And until you join with working class folks, this is going to continue to happen over and over again. Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, Farouk. No, I'll just say, like, we, we have this word safety that we've been using and public safety and, and, you know, mental health awareness and all this. You had a community that was showing out, like you said, to provide safety for somebody. And instead, the response was an execution. So police, we clearly have shown at this point or have been shown that the police don't give us safety. They mm -hmm. give us execution of warrants and, 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 and bullets. What makes you feel safe about policing at this point when someone who is in a plea for help, whether they're homeless, whether they're mentally disturbed, you know, whether they're, whether they're poor, they're going through some type of uh, an issue that calls some type of social service response. You send these police officers and like Miracle said, why, you know, give the police officers an opportunity to protest with us because this actually makes their job more difficult having this lack of resources for social services. But again, we have to come back to this, uh, yeah, this, uh, this, this term of safety. Police aren't making us safe. You know, we're not when in the statistics, you're not involved. You're not you're not counting the officer involved murders, the officers that murder people. We're not putting that into the to the, the people that are killed by guns. If we did, then we would have a whole different conversation about what safety and what gun control looks like. But no, because, you know, they have qualified immunity and they have all these other fancy terminologies that you want to throw around it. That really isolates safety in a black community as if they can't exist in the same sentence. True. I like to um, I like to analyze the rhetoric behind things that are said. And when you analyze the rhetoric of what the Philly police the FOP said, 
about them supporting their police force doing their job at keeping the community safe. It makes me, when I'm analyzing this question, what do they think keeping the community safe means? Because they're showing us that to them it means eliminating black bodies. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, point. you feel me? It's like when you're openly saying that your officers killing black people is them doing their job, then it just shows us what you think your job is. You feel me? Right. Right. No, that's right. I, I think we should go. I know, you know, we, we we kind of have been trying to introduce this new segment called Black Excellence. And, you know, it was a sister um, who from Kansas City that really spoke to this issue. Uh, KJ um, yeah. spoke to this issue. It kind of went viral yesterday on on Twitter. So can we hear our sister going to the police meeting and really breaking it down uh, right in the police people's faces? Can we play that? Um, um Um, I'm not nice and I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. Um, I don't want reform. I want to turn this building into luxury, low cost housing. These will make some really nice apartments to me. Firstly, stop using black children as photo opportunities because they're cute now, but in 10 years, they're black male suspect in red shirt and khaki shorts. Eating cookies and drinking milk with children does not absolve you of your complicity in their oppression and denigration, Rick Smith. Because Kansas City will spend more on police than education and then try to encourage children to feast with their oppressors. Y'all are really weird. It's asinine to be called radical or homegrown terrorists for not wanting government employees to kill citizens in any instance. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. You get one life and you all in this room have chosen profits over people. And that's pathetic. So I'm going to spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. Nathan, the gentleman in the vomit colored men's warehouse suit in desperate need of Bosley in a haircut. A Go off, sis. Agent who exudes white privilege and is the epitome of mediocrity and who loves Trump so much that he hired his former attorney general at his firm. And it's so sweet because he spent most of this meeting looking away with his head in his hands. Or Mark, excuse me, Pastor Mark of Victorious Life Church on 34th and Paseo, where the mission is to provide a place and opportunity to worship Jesus Christ and preach a message of hope and faith through God's holy, holy word in the building. Meanwhile, he's subjecting black people to terrorism and unchristlike behavior at the hands of KCPD outside the building. Mm, call it out. Miss, I'll get here before the other commission members. So I look as if I have empathy and I'm excited to hear what they have to say. Meanwhile, I didn't have anything else to do at eight o'clock in the morning, but be rich and white and retired. So I'm here early. Or Don, owner of Wagner Investments, Blue Notes LLC, and part owner of the Royals, another rich and white and disconnected and out of touch person with nothing but pure apathy seeping through the bulging veins of your paper-colored skin. You age like trash when you're racist and subject others to violence. And David, you don't get a vote, but it'd be a shame if your really progressive students at UMKC Block School of Management knew you were a cop lover in 2020. I don't think they would be a huge fan of that in 2020. In 1960, maybe, but this is 2020. And Q, had I not spent the entirety of the last six months dragging you, I would have more to say, but I don't. 
And Rick, I won't even begin with you because I don't care enough about you your time to start, up. but you will have to spend overtime in a chapel at the end of your life. You have blood on your hands. And while these idiots hold you on a pedestal, God does not honor injustice and murder. Anyways, I'll leave you soulless, profit-driven, avaricious, greedy, God-forsaken humans, avaricious, including I like anyone that. who works in this building, with one Bible verse from the Bible detailing the life of Jesus, Jesus Christ, who was another unarmed black man murdered by authorities in the book you held back people claim to love so much. What does mm. it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? You're really funny. <laughs> Yo. That was black excellence on a whole nother level. Oh my God. Yes, yes. <laughs> we need so, to get her on the show. I, hey man, look, that's we need to run her. Where's she gonna run for president? She needs to be <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, we need her, man. That because she needs to be 2024, bro. <laughs> but you know, that, that kind of goes like when they when you know, they, when these when these white people hide behind Christianity and they yeah. love they love using the Bible as a cover and as a shield right. and as a weapon. It's right. like, okay, now let's talk about it. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about your morals. Let's talk about right. your politics. Let's talk about your problems with religion. Because if we talking yeah. about Christianity, this ain't it, bro. This ain't right. it. You can't. But I mean, but that it's, it's it's interesting because that's kind of what it is. It's like it's a version of Christianity that they they. But really, I mean, the reality is it's not Christianity that they worship is white supremacy. You know, it's a, a, a white. It's Jesus is white. Therefore. I'm white and whatever I do is is deemed holy because you can't be reading the book. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, they said Donald Trump um, at his rally used the song Fortunate Son. And it's like, if you listen to the words of the song Fortunate Son, it's talking all about people like Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but but he like you're you're not listening to the words, like you're hearing what you want to hear. And a lot of times these people are reading what they want to read in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? They're not embracing. They're not. They're definitely not looking at Jesus as a as a as an unarmed man of color like she broke down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so no, you're 100 percent right. You know they hiding behind it, really. That's all. They, you know, like we we could go into it for so long about the tactics that they use. You know, they used Christianity to separate from Martin Luther King. Like I'm not even gonna, I'm not going to go to the slave priests and you know not yeah. turn all that. But you know they 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 justified. You know the segregation through with Martin Luther King and with Malcolm and all of this, and now it's just like you know, if Jesus was here today, he looked like me. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. looked like me or yeah. her. Yeah, and yeah. I think it, it goes right into you know because we you know while while everybody you know we, we were we were looking at what happened in Philadelphia, also you know the Supreme Court confirmed Amy Coney Barrett. And this is once again, this is somebody who close who said the nigger that being called a nigger doesn't make your workplace <laughs> unsafe. Which is totally wild. But other other things, you know, there was another case where supposedly she talked about uh breathing isn't a guaranteed privilege. Um in the case what? where police um where police uh, uh, choked a man to death. It was like, oh, breathing isn't necessarily a guaranteed privilege. You know what I'm saying? And so I think you have, but just like you said, she this is somebody that cloaks herself in Catholicism. You know what I'm saying? Cloak, you cloak yourself in religion and I'm a mom and I've done adopted these black kids. And you think that makes yourself right. But then you judge, your, your, your judging is based on white supremacy. You know, I try to come up with like little cool quotes for the, uh, for the, for the, for the flyers. And so my quote this week was, 
putting the supreme and white supremacy. You know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. supreme court uh, justice. You had something you want to say, Miracle? I just this whole situation is trash again because you know I think it's very funny that how she's on the Supreme Court. She hasn't tried a case. She hasn't been in the court of law. And I was talking to my other you know friends. We all went to law school together. We graduated, and how people have told us for years how we couldn't have certain jobs because we didn't have the experience. How in order to even think about clerking, we had to have so many years of legal experience in order to even get into the door to even think about being on some of the these legal communities we needed five 10 20 years of experience and here's this woman who because solely because of her connections and her partisan politics gets to be put on this fast track to the supreme court and it's very interesting how we keep talking about how all of these people who are impacted by white supremacy, they themselves up with white supremacy. White women are harmed by white supremacy, but have no problem weaponizing it to harm other folks. So now we we were thinking abortion is going to be taken away. Gay marriage is going to be taken away. Affirmative action, to which white women are the largest benefactors, are going to be taken away. And so we are sitting there in this situation trying to be like, why 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 is this happening? And it's because we keep having these pygmies take on the mantle <laughs> of white supremacy because they, they are willing to take these crumbs and scraps when in reality, if people would just unite and work together and push for working class abolitionist principles, we would all be eating, we would all be safe, and we would all be okay. But no, here we go. It no, just, I mean, just makes, doesn't make sense to me. It, was it feels like Donnie's out that, here just putting all his homies on for real, for real. Oh, that's exactly. He's just kind of throwing out jobs like here. You, you, you spend some time in the court here. Be the Supreme Court. You know I mean, that, like, that, I mean that's what gangsters do. I mean, one of the things that they talked about was him filling all of these federal judgeships, and not one judge that he's put in there is black so far. Not one single judge. But yet you have these, you know, black people rolling for him and capping for him and riding for him. And he can't even put, he can't find one of y'all. And his there, there are black Republicans out there. There are conservative black Republican lawyers, all types of I mean, stuff. Well, Herman Cain is not, I mean, Herman Cain died for, for Donald Trump, but go ahead. The COVID crusade. <laughs> There are black people who are like the largest swath of black Republicans are in the South. My daddy was a black Republican guy, rest his soul. Stuff happens. People make mistakes. That's not up to me to judge or not. But what I'm saying is there are plenty of people that could be in these positions of power that he does not put them in. And I do not believe in caping or muling for anyone who is not going to help support and uplift you. And the fact that all of these black people are not even requiring more of the GOP right now. It's just like heartbreaking. Because hey. this, this is right now your moment to basically get to get all of these public policy initiatives. I understand opportunity zones, but opportunity zones are only going to impact two or three percent of the black population. Right now is your is your your moment to be pushing policy, to be talking to these legislators. They're not even having you in their campaign videos. They're not even having you at the campaign rallies, nothing. They keep finding the same five black people from rally to rally to rally. Like, yeah. 
you gotta want more for yourself. You just thing, you gotta want more. The thing that kills me is like, you know, I had a friend of mine say something to me yesterday, like Donald Trump has never openly said any derogatory remark about a slave descendant in the in the United States of America. And I said, you gotta have to ask Yusuf Salam from the Exonerated Five how he feel about that. You know, you gotta have to you gotta have to go back and do your due diligence. These these policies right now. Everything that's happening right now, we're not being placed in mind. Like Miracle said, these opportunity zones, that's two to three percent. We're an afterthought. We're we're really collateral like a, a collateral improvement. That's really what this looks like right now. And we have a we have a situation now with Miracle just said, my twin just said, we can demand more and see results like this right now, but instead they just happy. These niggas is happy with the scraps. And I mean they have. It's like, yo, I got a conversation. Like, I got a conversation with the Trump yeah, yeah, exactly. people. Donald Trump gave me a shout out on my mixtape. I'm good. Yeah, Kamala me up on Instagram. I'm good. Kamala didn't call me back, but Donald Trump's people sat down with me. And I mean, it's like, it's, you, you better than that, bro. It's like you yeah. better than that, or maybe he's not. Maybe he's I, mean, not. I mean, maybe, maybe. Go ahead, Miracle. What'd you say? Told y'all he's been leaving black people his whole life. I don't understand why y'all keep. But my thing is, you know what? Let me not. Since I'm, let me not be the you know, the black man hating feminist that y'all think I am. Just tell me, y'all. Let me let me give Cube his props for putting together a plan that he didn't write and putting it out there. But it actually demanded some type of defunding for police that actually acknowledge racial disparities. Yeah, yeah. Even though the platinum plan really is like a platinum afterthought, I will give Q props for yes. going and saying, you know what? We need to have a conversation. Do I want more from Cube? I do. I don't like the fact that he lied and rolled off this plan like he just happened upon the Trump administration when they've been his friends for like five years. That's what I didn't like. However... If you want to rock with Republicans, that's your choice. Just ask more for them. I don't rock with any politician. I don't care who they are unless I have a conversation with them about the policies that I like and where their policies align with mine. I don't care what party they are for. And so what I do not appreciate is to watch people actually talk about their free thinkers and off the plantation, but not even demanding anything from this administration. Well, well, well Miracle, you know, Miracle, see, the issue is this, Miracle, like, they, the, Donald Trump can't want more from y'all complaining black people than you want for yourself. <laughs> we don't want to be, I forgot, we don't want to be successful. Yeah, we are, yeah, black folks is I so, forgot. man, you know, I love, I love, can you, can my, you I, love my I love my welfare, I love, mm-hmm. you know, I love all of this shit, like, can you cue that uh, Jared Kushner clip up for us, uh, uh, John? You know, for those that didn't know Jared Kushner, and but, but, but what's wild is, you know, Jared Kushner was on there talking about Ice Cube. Yeah, we sat down. I mean, and, they, and it's like they, they, like they took that meeting with Ice Cube and they ran to the goal line and they dumped that football. <laughs> and look, it's look, Kushner working with Ice Cube. But this is what Jared Kushner said about working with y'all black people, Miracle. 
is mostly Democrat, is that uh, President Trump's policies are the policies that can help people break out of the problems that they're complaining about, but he can't want them to be successful more than they want to be successful. And what you're seeing throughout the country now is a groundswell of support in the black community because they're realizing that all the different bad things that the media and the Democrats have said about President Trump uh, are not true. And so they're seeing that he's actually uh, delivered, he's put up results, and a lot of people want to get on board to start working with President Trump because they know that, you know, unlike most politicians who have been in Washington for decades who talk and say all the right things, uh, President Trump may not always say the right things, but he does the right things. Um, he says what's on his mind and he gets uh, he gets results. And so people want results. They're tired of politicians who are promising things and not, not delivering. Well, he does say what? what? Define what? results. That's I, need, what I need a clear definition on results. Nigga, we walking around masked up everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yo, we, we got more people dying now at a faster rate then we first found out about COVID. At least it, you could blame it on, I didn't know COVID was that serious. I, bro, I didn't know it was this real out here. Hey, you hey. got 10 months in and people are dying faster and at a higher rate now. So please, define Look, results. See, I'm all saying, I'm, I'm saying a- is like, if, if Trump was actually doing for black people what they keep trying to make it seem like he's doing, he would have denounced you know, white supremacy at that first debate. You know what I'm saying? Period, on, point blank. Come on, you know period, point Straight blank. like that. Period point blank. And then this is what this is the wild part. I was at the doctor yesterday, and I'm before I let you go, Miracle. And this dude actually told me we might have to shut down again. Like he was like, yo, like I, you know, I, do this quick. If you're gonna do this physical therapy, do this quick because the way the COVID rates are rising plus flu season. He was like, we may be in a situation very soon where we're gonna have to shut down. I was like, wait, what? That's your boy. Miracle? So, every person, I forgot the man's last name, needs to go Google this talk called When Affirmative Action Was White. Mm. You need to read it because y'all keep talking about these Democrat-run cities, which y'all forget and fail to understand. We here to remind you of that shit, though. These Democrat cities also have suffered from redlining, lead poisoning Mm. because of conservative administrations that that withhold federal funding. And if you were paying attention to the last debate, Trump actually said... These are Democrat cities and Democrat areas that want this COVID um, support. So I am not going to pass this COVID bill. It's going to support these Democrat cities. I'll blow some yard in our You have to understand we have a double jurisdiction Democratic Republic. Cities are not private entities. Right. And so, therefore, the, the support and funding, <laughs> the support and funding it is determined upon a multi-level government of federal, federal, local, and state support. So a lot of these mayors of these Democrat-run cities can get all the support because that's where a lot of black, queer, brown people flee to, and therefore they get a lack of federal support. So like you can look at my home state of Georgia, we all saw Keisha and the governor fighting over just wearing a mask. Right, 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 right. You have to also understand that I don't care who is a leader. I don't care what party is. I want my people, I want better conditions for my people. I, I don't understand why in 2020 there has to be a law to say that because I have pink hair, you can't fire me. Because I have natural hair, you can't fire me. Because he has a beard or because someone has locks, they can't get fired. I don't want in 2020 to be talking about um, white fragility 
and doing anti-racism work if people didn't realize that not hiring people because they were black because they thought black people were lazy is wrong. This is where we are in 2020. But, uh, yo, entonces, estoy aquí. Here we are. And it's just like, you know, first off, yeah. And, but I, I would want to say, just to touch on what you said, Miracle, about cities. I mean, we're, we experienced that in Pennsylvania. Our state legislator is Republican run. Mm-hmm. You know, although we have a Democratic mayor for whatever that means, a Democratic governor, we still have a state legislature that we can't get certain things passed because it's controlled by Republicans. And so it's not just a singular thing. And so thank you for making that point. Uh, Farouk, is it what were we doing? You had something you say? I mean, you laugh. I know we were saying, you know, we were just we're just here. Winning. Are we going to? Are we going to? What the fuck did Trump do now? Is that? I mean, that yo, bro. I mean, it's that time. You know, it's that time for what the fuck did Trump do now? See, this is what's funny to me is that when you press this man, he literally takes his ball and goes home. <laughs> he takes his ball. <laughs> he takes his. He pouts. He says, "You didn't ask Joe Biden these tough questions." It's like my nigga. That's what the press does. They ask tough. You're the president. Like you're the you're president. The, they gonna ask you all the questions. All the questions gotta come to you, to you. Joe Biden's not president, my nigga. Play the clip, someone please. Jeez. John, can you play uh, Donald Trump walking out of the the sixty minutes interview where he was pressed by Leslie Stahl? on some tough questions, and Trump, you know, decided to take his ball and go home. Can you cue that up for us, uh, uh, John? This nigga pouted, bro. He threw a tantrum. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I think, like, you know, yeah. Are you planning to, like, leave thousands of people stranded in Omaha? You know, there's only so much patience you can have. That was wild. I mean, I don't know if you're, okay, okay, we're going to see Trump, Trump walking out. Um, Why did Trump (laughs) Because he was hurt, his feelings was hurt. All right, let's watch. Do you think that your tweets and your name calling are turning people off? No, I think I wouldn't be here if I didn't have social media. But you the talk- media is fake. And frankly, if I didn't have social media, I'd have no way of getting out my voice. Do you know what you told me a long He'd time ago? When I media asked all the why time. you keep saying the fake yeah. media. Yeah. You said to me, I say that because I need to dis- uh, discredit you so that when you say negative things about me, no one will believe you. I don't you. have to discredit you. But that's what You've you told me. You've discredited yourself. You mm. know, I Lost. didn't want to have this kind of angry. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Of course you did. No, I didn't. Well, then you brought up a lot of subjects that Well, I said I'm going to ask you tough up. questions. They were inappropriately but, brought up right from the beginning. No, your first question was, this is going to be tough questions. Why? You don't ask Joe Biden. I saw your interview with Joe, the interview with I Joe never Biden. did a Joe it Biden interview. It was a interview. joke. The interview, 60 Minutes. I see Joe Biden giving softball after softball. I've seen all of his interviews. He's never been asked a question that's yeah, hard. Yeah, this isn't okay, going Forget him for a minute. No, but you start with me. You're president. And Excuse me, Leslie, you started with me. Your first statement was, are you ready for tough questions? Are you? That's no way to talk. It's no way to talk. At this point, one of our producers interrupted to advise about the time remaining in the interview. I think we have enough of an interview here. He was like, yeah, that's it. That's That's enough. You didn't go pick on me no more. Let's go go meet for two seconds, okay? Thanks. I'll see you in a little while. Thanks. Why'd he get up like that? 
white women upholding the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah. I told you I didn't want to have this aggressive conversation. I'm over here because I really believe like the media wants Trump to win because it gives, oh, yeah. that's ratings. That's ratings goal. They don't care about. He, I don't. I still don't think he's losing this election. I think I, he's going to win by a landslide. I, I think he know. wins by a monument. Hey, 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 hey. We have to yeah, go so vote speak now. That into the, the universe. I mean, yeah. I voted, I voted Paul, Biden. I voted Paul, Biden. Paul, remember all those people who were like, if if Amy gets you know sworn into the Supreme Court, we're gonna burn all this shit down. We're gonna riot. Where are they? Where right. are all your well, liberal, where, where, where aggressive, Caucasian mm-hmm. people who said they were going to fuck this city and this state and this country up if Amy got sworn in? Nowhere. I mean, your girl, your girl, girl that quinoa salad, and the avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> your girl, no, those are the people that are going to save us. They're going to go vote when it's cold. No, they could barely stand out in Omaha. First of all, crying because they couldn't get a bus. But they're going to vote for me and my freedom. No, I was going to say Nancy Pelosi also was talking about she had arrows in the quiver and she was silent as hell. Where the arrows? What's Trump in there? Like, that's the thing. Like, they, they, because you think about all the benefits right now of having Trump in office, if you're on that side of the ball, right? He makes up the majority of the country, Like right? He makes up, especially in, in, with the way that the, the, your, your, your democratic, Yo, the, the, your the, government the, is aligned. Yeah, right? bro. The billionaires, I mean, billionaires have made so much money so off much. this pandemic. I mean, so the, the, the billionaires are getting richer and richer. Taxes are lower and lower. So they, they, they roll with it. They rolling with um um Trump, so you're 100 right. I believe you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the billionaires are are running with Trump. The low club, the, 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 the poor people are running with Trump. We got maybe 15 percent of the black male vote running with Trump, and we still are somewhere between 50 to 53 percent of white women voting for Trump. And and, and the Supreme Court. Just ruled about Wisconsin. Yeah, that like, yo, if your ballot isn't in, so we got a Supreme Court. We don't even need Russia this time. He don't even yeah. need Russia. He's like, you also, know what? I got this. A large yeah. demographic of Hispanic popu- population votes for Trump, and a significant number of immigrants still vote for Trump because you know it's a white supremacy. How, like, how, how, how you gonna? This is the wild part. You're gonna put a fucking excuse. I mean, a mask <laughs> on. You gotta go out with a damn mask on. And hand sanitizer, and you're gonna vote vote for the nigga that got you in that position. That's wild to me. Like how how crazy is white supremacy that the very dude that got us all in masks and gloves on, and you're gonna put all that stuff on, or maybe you don't. I guess maybe you know it was the dude that got arrested because he wouldn't wear a mask into the damn polling place. You know what I'm saying? So maybe you won't. I mean, it's wild to me. This is wow, man. We, you know, this is again, this is when us as non Americans look at Americans and laugh. This is why. This is why. <laughs> because we just look, and when, when the world says Americans are idiots, this is why. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, we had the story came out that, you know, uh, Jared Kushner was doing an interview and said, Trump took America back from the doctors. From the doctors. From what the does that even mean? This was in April. But it, what it means that he was like, yo, I'm not listening to you doctors. This is why we got 300,000 COVID cases right now. Poppycock. 
Hey, hey, Trump, we got this virus. Do you want to listen to these doctors about that? I ain't listening to these. I'm taking it back from the top. Exactly. This is the man y'all want in power. Dude, y'all are crazy. But they don't like their families. I'm telling you. People, like, the fact is people rioted because they had to stay home with their significant others and their children, and they couldn't do it. I think that had we shut the country down, we would have had so many innovative services. We think about the art we could have been creating. Mm. Think about how when they could have been out here fixing all these roads, these bridges That's that are burning, the f- all all this stuff. We could have really fixed our infrastructure. People would have been home. We would have had a better environment because we wouldn't have been out here messing with stuff. We would have left things alone. We would have just been yeah. out here us one with nature. But no, here we are with no sun, flu. COVID, it's gonna be cold and it's gonna be miserable. But Trump bought back football. The Big Ten. The he Big Ten. Back the Big Ten. And, and baseball, and, but they got COVID now. So yeah, I'm gonna say everybody got COVID. You know, that's the thing. Like the of all the sports that came back, the NBA, the one that Trump hates the most, had zero COVID cases. You got football games being canceled. They pulling people out of the World Series in the middle of innings. It's like, bro, come on. No, that man had COVID, went out and celebrated and kissed his wife on the baseball <laughs> field with COVID. Like, my I, brother was doing shit like that. That's why I'm single, because there ain't no way I'm kissing my partner and they got COVID. <laughs> and we just going to be out there with our kids, just like, unmasked. You go to the house, I will see you in three weeks. And then just like you said, I mean, this man had a rally in Omaha and left thousands of people stranded in the cold. I mean, there's no reason to protect you from that cold. Omaha's flat. That cold going right to your racist ass bones. He don't even care about the people that like him. I mean, this is wow, man. Yeah, because remember, he said, if it wasn't for COVID, I wasn't coming to Erie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know what? If he doesn't win, he would have a dope career as a stand-up comedian. He, he was. Oh he was. He was. He was. He Think about everything he did before then. Yeah. He was funny in Home Alone. He was funny in, in Fresh Prince. This you is know, crazy. He the wrong career. He did, man. Yeah. He was funny yeah. on oh, he show. Yeah. People yeah. think racism was funny, so they would he would have been like a killer. So that we do, but before 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 we go into, and of course, you know, our call to action is vote. If you have not voted, one, if you got a mail-in ballot, don't mail it in. This is, the Supreme Court might not count it. I mean, you got to walk that ballot into the polling place. And then we got to go, if you have not voted, you got to go vote on November 3rd. But we I'll do be have. We'll be at the polls voting. Yes, we'll be at the polls. We'll have food for you. We'll have entertainment for you. I'm going to get it down. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. It was a so, joke. But we do have some Pittsburgh stuff that we got to talk about because yeah. some Disclaimer, wild. This is not personal. Oh was no! It, well, for, this well, this, no, this is this is because we found yeah, out that oh, no, these this is one hundred percent personal. These men, no, these men that own this damn gas station. Now, yeah. last year, last year, a video went viral, and I, you know, and it was one of them videos I kind of got set up like trouble. I don't watch these videos no more, yeah. but I didn't know what it was. I'm watching this video. These these Indian dudes whooping on these black girls, right? And so, you know, a shout out to the folks that organized Amber Sloan, Nikki Joe, all the What's folks name? that came together. Who? Amber Sloan. Amber Sloan. Oh, I thought you said something. I'm talking about the organizers that organized to shut the gas station down. However, those men were charged, well, or I guess they were found guilty of harassment and given a $300 fine. 
I wipe my ass three hundred dollars. A three hundred dollar. I'm just saying. Like, think right. about. I mean, they they beat these black women on videotape. And then, so now, if we take them we off beat our the hands, pumps, we wrong. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, if we go, if we go take matters in our own hands, we wrong, right? But you're gonna charge mm. these dudes with three hundred dollars for beat? Nah, we not having that in 2020. And we, we and you want to walk the hope well? that. And, and oh, you, right, right. And what are you doing with this walk for hope, bro? We we hope that you'll start treating black women better, right? Right. Or you want to right? You want to have a faith that this what they want to have a unity march? You know, the police and 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 the, and the mayor unity with who, my nigga? Like who are you? Ha- who? Because it's not with us. Like first of all, it's wild to me that you're gonna sit sit up and criticize protesters for damn near three months. You know what I'm saying? It was what this is how out of touch Peduto. We know when Peduto saw the video of Trump leaving the interview, he actually tweeted like, "Wow, if I did that, you know, um, uh, you <laughs> if I did something coming like, for me on Twitter, right, right, everybody would be coming for you." You did do that, Peduto. People were actually on your porch trying to have a conversation with you, and you got up and went to your home and locked the damn door. Come on, bro. You did do that. But after criticizing uh, 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 protesters for three months, now you want to do a march? And now we marching with the police? And, they, and we're in unity? With who, how, where, and, and when? And also Why? when it's cold. Like, that, that, that's a whole that's a whole other thing. It's like, you know, they don't want no black people around these things, right? Because we would have did this shit in the summer. Black oh, people ain't shit. coming out cold for that shit. You get me? <laughs> like, we're not cold. It's, 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 some, it's, some, it's some black pastors that's leading the way. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear that shit at all. And, I mean, and, and we just had... Yeah, we're going to give us thoughts and prayers. That's what they're going to give us. Right. Well, we just thoughts had... Out, so, my nigga. Supposedly, it was a unity walk in Homewood. Do you want to play that Um, play that uh, video, John? It was a uni- unity walk in Homewood. This, this, where, remind me, this remind me of when white people go on missionaries and they go on the safaris and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this reminds me of. Like, you know, this is really on some petting zoo type shit. Like, I mean, literally, literally, yo, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like, literally, like, the police actually, like, went to court... So they didn't have to live in the city of Pittsburgh. Like they actually like yeah. was like, yo, that that you know. Why do I have to live with these niggas if I'm gonna be fucking uh, these niggas? Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Now you want to do a, a a unity walk through the community in Homewood? You know what I'm saying? I mean, yo, this. You it, know, it, it's, it's I know. I love shout to Operation Better Block. This is not like a personal diss. Well, I would have appreciated if we're going to do a. Are, are we giving people in Homewood immunity from being arrested? Are we saying that these police officers are going to be walking to these neighborhoods? They're not allowed to arrest or cite folks? Or, or, or are we doing... Brutalize us? Are we starting with these internship programs like that's neighborhood-based? I want people to think beyond the optics. I, I know people... I'm giving people good faith credit who are the community organizers and nonprofit organizations. I want people to want more and demand more. You got the mayor's ear. So is he saying we're going to walk, are we earmarking all this stuff? Any new business that comes into Pittsburgh after November 1st of, of 2020 must now uh, put 5% of their proceeds to invest in Homewood? Is this a community benefits agreement that he's putting forth? I want more policies and solutions. If we're going to have people walking through these neighborhoods some of all these torn down buildings, what are you going to do about it? Are we going to tell all these black folks in Homewood, you've lived here for 15 years, this is now your building, we're partnering you with this investor to get this building up to code? Is that what we're doing? You got Homewood. Or are we getting gentrification? Are we and, 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 and if you 
around. Hold on. Are we walking around these neighborhoods like we're doing in the hill? But ooh, ooh, condemning, condemning, condemning. Your race taking this, and now we have gentrification. Right, what are we right. doing with these walks? That's what I want to see. I want to see community investment and community control. And if you've been mayor for five years, now you're walking for for 30 years. Now, like, now you're walking through Homewood, and now you're realizing that there needs to be some development. It took you five years. See, they're doing this. Especially when he lives right over in Point Breeze, too. It's like, come on, bro. It's like, here's the the video. Here's this. This is Haunted Hayride right here. This is not even (laughs) this. Leaders were pounding the pavement in Homewood today. They were joined by Pittsburgh police officers and people from the neighborhood calling it the Homewood Community Problem-Solving Walk. The goal, observe the neighborhood, identify issues. How long was this? Potential solutions. You're going to have to walk for a long time you know, to do some problems. A lot of <laughs> people that have been marching, a lot of protests that's been occurring. Why is he always what we haven't been doing breaker. enough of is listening directly to the community. This and protesters again. have a megaphone. This and again. to have was a telephone. See, see, but you don't do a unity mark. Grew up. <laughs> you don't do a unity mark. Yeah, when, we phone, when we phone him, he don't answer. Don't chat to me about no telephone thing, bro. So I, I got a question Yo, for you, shit. Treble, because Treble, you are our Homewood. You are a Homewood native. You know what I'm saying? First of all, Treble, show up your set, bro. Throw up your set. Bro, you already know. First of all, trouble be having like the that that I've been looking at what that do rag all episode. <laughs> <laughs> that do rag. You throw me do rag on. He got a crown. He got a he got a do rag crown on. I was like, yo, I was trying to talk about it, but we kept going through. I was like, trouble's do rag is crazy. But look, so now. Tell me this, Trouble. Now, here you see a bunch of white people walking or or a bunch of people, a, a, a solution walk through Homewood. But it's with a bunch of cops and a bunch of reporters and cameras. As a, as a person who lives at home, like, how does how are you going to feel when it's like, if you if it's a solution, why aren't you just going out and talking to people Homewood? Why you need 12 cops and why you need five cameras? I'm not gonna lie, I like some op shit, bro. The minute I see police and some cameras, you're not talking to me. We're not, we ain't got shit to talk about, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you really wanna solve the problems in Homewood, meet me without the cameras, meet me without the police, meet me in a space where I can actually feel safe, because I don't feel safe around police. Homewood don't feel safe with police in it. You know what I'm saying? We want the police out of Homewood. We want to see a Homewood where police presence isn't as needed as they keep trying to say it is. You feel me? It's like, yeah, miss us with the op shit, bro. This was a, I like this one, the Homewood gentrification stroll. (laughs) Look how fast Homewood has become gentrified. You look at Kelly Street. You know, you look at everything that's happening down by CCAC. Like, these people Mm -hmm. have communities snatched up from under their feet before they even knew what was happening. Like, Homewood's gone, really and truly. That's the only reason they're there now is because this is the tactic they use. They want to fix these black communities. They want to take interest in these black communities. They want to invest in the black communities once the black people have moved out. You know, it's funny. There's a point in time in Homewood where, like, when you seen white people walking around, you knew they weren't supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like to see white people just able to walk through comfortably shows you that like it's too late to solve the problem. The problem already happened. You know what I'm saying? The problem needed solved back when back when 
you didn't see any white people walking through Homewood. Absolutely. Somebody, you this is a saying? great comment. How many emails and voicemails have they ignored before anybody picked up a megaphone? Like, mm-hmm. oh, all you got to do is call me. Come on, bro. Ooh, on, man. man. Hold on a sec. Chrysler just dropped a gem. Homewood is the only community that you can go from pre-K to college. Mm. That's dope. Yeah. Real shit. Yeah. So I mean, so that right, just like you said, it should have been, it should have been before that. But like you said, I mean, this ain't a shot at, and and you know, it isn't a shot at none of the community groups in Homewood that have been there because Operation Better Black has been there for a long time, trying to make community better. And although we can say, like, don't take it personal, I don't know. I mean, you know, Bill Perdudo might be the most thin-skinned human being alive. I mean, like, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I, my thing is, like, this is why y'all keep saying Miracle runs for mayor. Miracle is not. And whoever started that rumor, I'm going to need y'all to dead that now. But at the end of the day... needs a miracle. No. Um, at the end of the day, when you're an elected official, you're there to, you know, to, for much is given, much is required, right? And so you're there to represent all people. You're there to listen to the protesters, the people who like you, the people who don't. Everybody has good ideas. I feel like if somebody is yelling, in, in, in contact, if somebody is yelling at me about something, that's showing that they care about something. Right. They're passionate, like in context. They're showing they're passionate about something. So if you don't like the way people are engaging you, try to figure out a different pathway, a medium or avenue People, you need to rebuild that support. I don't care about the recall, resign bullshit. What I care about is you are the mayor. You're in this position of power and authority. Get out there and do something now. We don't have to. We saw how fast this Amy confirmation happened. We know government can work immediately when it wants to and when it's motivated to do. What I want is to see this mayor, this city council, this county council work expeditiously for Black people and Black folks. I want to say, you know what? All of us have to rise together because we saw with the steel mills, your racism will create a problem that will prevent you from recovering. And had y'all not been racist in the steel mills and shut down the Hill District and closed Wiley Avenue, maybe, maybe when the steel mills went down, we would have had a different a different Pittsburgh. True. Y'all don't want black people working in the mills. Y'all were rioting. Y'all were killing people, preventing unionizing because you didn't want black people there. And now look. Mm. Oh, that's real. That's real. Miracle's um, today. Yeah, Miracle's on one. You know what I'm saying? Miracle's on one. She's been on one from the beginning, but that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, this is what we need, though. No, that's what we need. We definitely Listen, need. I just want is people to do better. People just—I don't get it. Like I just don't get. Like, I don't get having access to power and just squandering it away. So don't. you all, you all have our our white pages. What is our white pages for this week? Y'all got it. We got things that make white people uncomfortable by Michael Bennett who was a football player. And we picked him. Because you remember when he won the Super Bowl, like that was that police officer that lied on him. Mm-hmm. And all right, stuff. right, and right. Through that. But it's just all these protesters are being lied on in Philly, here in Pittsburgh. All these people going through it. Why are you uncomfortable? Why are you uncomfortable riding the looting, but not the loss of black lives? Why are you uncomfortable riding the looting, but not the justification of stealing our homes and our communities? Why are you uncomfortable that we're protesting, but the fact that we are being poisoned with our lead, with lead in our homes and our water? Like, why? So we have this book for y'all to read. 
And we have. I, I can't read. There's also the audio version. There's audio version. There's like Audible. You know, the Carnegie Library. Support your local library. I have a library they, card. They have these books, so you can read that. But also, you know, our call to action. Listen, people, get on your walking shoes, your marching shoes. Not, not to walk through Homewood. Yeah, don't come through my hood, bro. <laughs> nah, shit. <laughs> yeah, there's a week of protesting going on, starting tomorrow, True. five o'clock. Trans uniting is doing their last Trans Visibility Thursdays. It's also going to be a march for Walter Wallace. Friday at that's that city, the city county building. Friday at five o'clock, there is a BYE Black Young and Educated doing a solidarity rally. I believe at five o'clock at Freedom Corner. I forgot the protest that's happening Saturday. My apologies. Um, Saturday is something. Um, you know, um, 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 Nikki Joe has a spot downtown. Um, shout out to Nikki Joe and Black Ops. So they're doing something around Ramir Talley's birthday. So uh, uh, Saturday is Ramir Talley's birthday. So they're doing something there uh, for Ramir Talley's birthday. So as we get that information, we'll share it on One Hood Media. Sunday, 3.30-ish. At four. Four. Four o'clock at Freedom Corner. We are calling for a voting rally. Yes. It's like one of the third actions we've done this year. Um, so we're calling for a voting rally with us and Until Freedom, Alliance for Accountability, Black Voters Matter Fund, Take Action Mon Valley, a whole bunch of organizations. We're going to be out there you know, talking about voting and why voting is important to some of us. If you are not Black and voting is not your thing, mm-hmm. do not. Don't. Do not show up. Don't show up on that Do not shit. tag Freedom Corner. Mm-mm. Do not do that. Y'all right. tagged all the CCACs. We let that go. We understand we have a political difference. Freedom Corner is black sacred ground. Do not tag it. Do not show up there. Yeah. And so shout out to Until Freedom, you know, Until Freedom, um, which is, you know, Tamika Mallory, um, um, Linda, My Son, Trade of Truth. You know, they're on a state of emergency tour around the country. They'll be in Philadelphia this weekend and they're pulling up to Pittsburgh November 1st. And so, you know, we're doing it in solidarity with them, as well as, like you said, Alliance Police Accountability, Black Voters Matter Fund, um, APA. We're going to have food out there. We're going to have music out there. We're going to have solidarity. We made it at four so you can watch the Steelers and come out and kick it with us. You know what I'm saying? Even though you should be boycotting him because you're supposed to be with Cap, but it's oh, but it's okay. Bye, Lance. Bye, Lance. All right, right. The Steelers, the Steelers are undefeated, so I guess it's a little bit yeah, different the now. Are undefeated. Maybe you know all this CNT will bring out some support. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, I've always said that the Steelers are the only thing that keeps the city from going into a civil war. Mm. I've always thought oh. that, like, if the Steelers were like terrible. That there, like, there's no because the Steelers are the most common ground for unification amongst black and white people in the city. Like, if we had an 0 and 6 season right now, with compounded on top of all the social issues, we might have like. Is that a Falcons? Is that got a like a Falcons? You know, dig right there. You know, no, because we 0 and 6. No, I thought the Falcons won a game. I'm sorry, but I mean, still, you just threw off my point. I'm going home. Yeah, no, you're, you're good. Um, the you know, Steelers. He yeah, 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 was saying yeah. that you know, if the Steelers were losing, they, we would we would have a civil war yeah, because yeah. of all. The fact is, the only thing that keeps Pittsburgh unified is the Steelers. Yeah, but um, be careful but, out there. No, be careful out there because you had mentioned that somebody had put something on Facebook um, about like being threatened 
you know, um, on the morning side. And uh, somebody told me that um, their friend was just walking the strip district and some white folks jailed Trump 2020 and attacked them. And I don't know. It's wild because if Trump ain't racist, why do you yell Trump 2020 at us? <laughs> like, and then you say, F fuck Black, Black Lives Matter, Trump 2020 in the same breath. But anyway, so do be careful because it is a lot of you know, divisiveness and folks around, be mindful, you know, we'll be out there election day, you know, we're going to be, you know, um, specifically in our communities, you know, supporting the voting efforts that's going on. So definitely, you know, um, and, and then also there's extended lobby hours to drop your ballots off. You can actually drop your ballots off this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, um, downtown, you know, we put that information on one hood media as well, as well as, and then, so some, just some one hood stuff coming up. Um, before we go, we have tomorrow uh, on Tilt, the second episode of On Tilt, which is uh, Julius Boatwright of Still Smiling, Miss Danielle Brown for Justice for Jalen Brown. They have a show around mental health. It is tomorrow at 12 p.m. Tune in for On Tilt. Get your food for thought for lunch um, tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Myself and Miracle, you know what I'm saying, are hosting, yeah, a Black Male Voting Summit. And so hopefully we'll get into all of these um, voting issues. It's a national summit featuring folks like, you know, uh, Bun B, Dame Dash, Lord Jamar. It's going to be a performances by Rakim and Kimba. If you don't know Kimba, he's one of the LSMCs. I'm on a planet. Um, and so tune in for that. It's from three to seven. Um, we'll put that information on one of the media as well. That'll be tomorrow. And then we also have Ask a Black Doctor tomorrow at 7 p.m. Um, as COVID cases are on the rise, you know, how to be safe from voting. Um, should you even go trick-or-treating? You know, these are some of the things we're going to, you just said, no, just don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> do that shit. But if you do do a trick-or-treat. Do a trunk-or-treat if you're going to do a trick-or-treating. Do a trunk-or-treat. And allow me all the candy. I, I just want the candy corn and the dark chocolate, please. Yeah, I hate, candy corn is the worst. But anyway, so that Thursday. Friday morning, we're doing creative mornings. This will be on 100 Media. We're doing the creative morning takeover. Me, Treble, Miracle, Farouk will be doing the takeover of, 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 of creative mornings. We probably need to talk about what we're going to do on creative mornings. But yeah, so that'll be 9 a.m. Friday. <laughs> we talked about He don't listen when I talk. Are we performing? Are we doing performance? I am. Oh, you just you? We got velvet, we got velvet do rag. You know what I'm saying? Like velvet do rag is in the building. You feel you know, me? We talked about this at length for the past three, four months, so I'm not gonna give it any more life. You just don't listen to me when I speak. And then um November 5th, we'll be at Carnegie Mellon uh for for a, a, a conference called Mosaic. I actually um, might be going back to England for God Fox Day. So yeah, we're doing mosaic. You know, shout out to Celeste. She's the keynote speaker. She's bringing all of us there to kind of build with her. Anything else that I missed? Because we yes. got a lot of stuff happening. We got a lot of stuff um, happening in less than an hour. Jasiri and some 100 folks are going to be on Bend the Arc um, at 8 o'clock, part of the commemoration. Um, just talking about, you know, unity and solidarity. Um, I'm going to kick it to trouble in one moment um, to talk about, the, you know, our, our spoken word thing. Also on November 5th, um, One Hood, Repair the World, the uh, Dor Hadash Congregation and World Affairs Council are hosting a, a community conversation about, you know, where do we go from here? The Tree of Life shooting was an act of white supremacist violence. Absolutely. Xenophobia and not a bigotry. And so where do we go from here as a community? Obviously, we are still um, 
grieving um, and coming off on the senior anniversary of the Tree of Life shooting. So we have those events coming up and then I'm going to kick it over to Trouble to talk about his Spooky Slam Spectacular. Yes. yes. So we are having a Spooky Slam this Saturday. We have a virtual poetry slam every last Saturday of the month. Um, this one's a spooky one because it lands on Halloween. We're going to have a costume contest for the participants. It's not too late to participate. If you like to sign up as a poet, you just email shaheem at onehud.org with your name, your stage name, and your social media handles. And if you need me to spell that as S-H-Y-H-E-I-M at onehood.org, we'll get you signed up. We'll get you in there. You have a chance at winning 250 150 or $50, $100 if you bring a costume. Con- costumes are not mandatory, just so no one asks me that annoying question. I've gotten it too many times. Um, we but just, if you wear a dope concert... You might get some more money. You might think yeah, about it. Exactly. If you win, and then you got a fresh cos- costume, and then you get more money. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. Yeah. Just don't, just don't, just don't wear any culturally in, uh, insensitive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you'll yes. get kicked from the broadcast. You, you will get culture is not a costume. There you go. Yes, we will not. We're not having that. But yeah, thank you for. Also, reminding us it's COVID, so none of y'all should be having blackface. Like we're already dying. Yeah, I don't even feel all that. Kill all that. Kill all that. Yeah, I did this people say nobody's dressed up as a Native American. Absolutely. So stay tuned. Just like you, just like everybody said, we got a lot going on over here at One Hood. Stay tuned. Make sure you vote, check your ballot, do all that good stuff. And we hope it ain't no landslide for Donald Trump with lower hat. But I mean, if 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 it is a landslide for Donald Trump, guess what? Next week episode gonna be lit. lit. <laughs> it will be lit. So catch y'all next week, 6 o'clock, This Week in White Supremacy. We out, y'all. Peace.